Hello and welcome to the next edition of The Winner Is. Uh, as always, joining me tonight is Paul. Hello, 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 hello. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And tonight we're looking at just the way these things have come out in order. The Godfather Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> Which is which ridiculous. Is interesting having to watch the first one first just to refresh yeah. my memory. And we'll have to review <laughs> it at some point. But yeah, um, yeah, it was a it was a bit strange. And it took a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and let's just say that this is a film that it's, it garners a lot of favour. It's very well received. Uh, so it was the 1974 sequel to The Godfather, again, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. A returning cast like Al Pacino, Robert Duvall. And we are also joined by mr de niro for this part because it basically serves as a sequel and a prequel which was an interesting concept for me yeah i i actually had that in my notes that that was a strange i didn't realize it was part prequel part mm. sequel yeah yeah uh, and we'll get into, into into the substance of that in a moment uh box office wise i mean it, it was budgeted 13 million and took between 48 to 88 million um, which not to be sniffed at in the 70s, no, to be honest, in the early 70s, particularly, especially for a film which, in, in the edition, we we watch clocks in at about three hours 20 or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was that long that I had it on DVD, that was the only place we could find it. It wasn't yeah. on any streaming service. Yeah. Uh, I bought the DVD box set and it was so long that it was split over two discs. <laughs> I managed to get hold of uh. <coughs> The Scandinavian Region B Blu-ray, so that was quite lucky. So it did come on one disc, uh, which was handy. Uh, that's the benefits of eBay sometimes. Oh, so I'll just jump into sort of the story. Uh, we start off with, the, as I say, these twin stories. We see young Vito Corleone back at the turn of the 1900s. Um, then we find ourselves flashing forward to Michael's story in the fifth, late 50s. Uh, we start to see his rise to power and interestingly we, we get this basically this it's a twin story but it's also showing both their rise to power uh, which I thought was an interesting way of doing it uh, what are your thoughts on that Paul? Yeah it's it's interesting because obviously the, having watched the first film he didn't come across as that sort of person no no and, and uh, that's very much where the, where this film goes is to show yeah. you really how he gets sucked into it and how he, it becomes yeah. second nature to him. Yeah, and I actually, one of my notes was Michael has become a right dick. Yes, I had something similar myself, actually, because um, I'll get onto the theme in a minute and that, that ties into that a little bit. Um, he, he does become a person that you wouldn't want to be in the same room with. Uh, yeah, interesting, I think, where you jump back to the story of the old chap in his youth, he's a far more certainly in his early days, approachable character. Yeah. The, the version uh, the young Vito. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting in there seeing the sort of um, things like Baby Santino, Baby Sonny, uh, the, the ones we'd already seen in, in a warm-up film as, as older men. Yeah. Seeing them born and, and little tots. Uh, we also see one of the other things. It's basically... The film to me comes down to two things. It's basically about the building of influence in both stories and also 
a little bit in, in Michael's case of losing his identity and, and effectively creating his own loneliness. Yeah. The film finishes with that really wonderful shot of him just sat there in the chair. Yeah. And, and, and it's really, Coppola's gone really close up on him and, and you just, he feels completely isolated. And, and, and I think I just noted at the end of the film that he's ultimately alone. And, and I scribbled down in, in big letters here that was it worth it, Michael? For what yeah. he ends up with at the end, he loses a brother through his own choices. Uh, he loses his marriage. Uh, and you think there's there's quite an element of tragedy in there. This guy was nothing to do with the, the quote, business, yeah. <clears throat> and suddenly finds himself, through a bit of revenge that we established from the first film, becoming the, the new godfather. But ultimately, it seems to just destroy him a little bit by yeah. the end of the film. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And and uh, as you say, that, that shot of him in the chair became the iconic picture from this film mm. it was it was on a lot of the press yeah um, certainly since it came out um yeah because the one that's used and the other one is this is the scene where they're out at the lake and he's yeah. looking out over the lake and in, in the sort of the, the summer room whatever it is yeah and it's this solitary figure just standing there waiting for the shot of the yeah. demise of fredo again another shot of isolation there in his decision making yeah, yeah definitely Um, and structurally, I think that the two elements work quite well. You you see the sort of I say that that great performance from De Niro, I think, actually, in this, as, as the younger Vito, uh, and we see how he becomes the man he was or is. Uh, and I, I like that. It is it, compared to the film we we we've also done previous this month. Structurally, it, it's not so obtrusive. Yeah, it's done quite well. Um, the other little things I picked out from it, it's nice to see there's there's some sort of little political stuff going on in the background. There's a senator that they've got in their pocket uh, when that comes to a, to a bloody bloody rise at the end. Uh, we also see what's going on in Cuba at one point. I thought it was a really interesting sequence. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd noted down about them being in Havana. And that they it's not always easy for them to control everything. Yeah. Yeah, I found it a, a bit of a strange film, uh, mm -hmm. but I think it's better than the first one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a couple of bits. I, the first thing I wrote was preface. We watched this. We watched part one uh, the day before this, and, and I found it bloated and over long. Um, and I also felt that Pacino was the standout, not Brando, in the first film. Mm. Yep. Um, I said, a bit of background this time, much better. Um, then I wrote, oh, the subtitles part of the reason this won. Was it an artistic choice to please the Academy? Because it's not... <laughs> not everything is subtitled, I've noticed, no. as well in the two films. Um, I also wrote down, the subtitles look like teletext. <laughs> um, then I wrote, as I mentioned, I had no idea this was a, um, a prequel as well as a, a sequel. Um then I wrote, oh, Ellis Island. Um, mm. Don't see that very often. Um, I noted that I always find it really strange how violent the mafia are, but how religious they are. Yeah, and again, well. how much family is important to them as yeah. well. Um, then I wrote, still no real story 15 minutes in. 
Um, beautiful systems <coughs> in the mountains, like you mentioned with the, the lake. Um, I thought that was a really gorgeous setting. Great, great place to pick pick to film. Then I write, I always forget, Adrian is in these. <laughs> yes. Um, I wrote, James Kahn had a great career. Um, he did some some brilliant films over, over the years. Um, then I wrote, there is way too much mumbling. <laughs> and I also noted that some of our Bobby's lines don't seem to match his speech pattern. Um, yeah, I'm not sure whether that was a print issue because I noticed a little bit of um, syncing issues on mine. Yeah. Whether it's just something in the transfer of the film or what. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I then wrote, I like the time period more. So when they, they were doing the flashbacks, I felt that was mm. a better time period yeah. than that type of film. Um, but confused with the time jumps. Uh, oh, right, okay. All of a sudden, Pacino is back. Yeah. There's no real fade in and out. It mm. just go from one, from like the current time, back to yeah. to Vito as a as a youngster. Um, oh, now it's all out war. Um, it, that descended very quickly. <laughs> um, oh, and then Havana, um, just lacking a bit of structure. It's all a bit higgledy piggledy. Yeah. Um, we have the mafia fighting armed forces now. Um, I think that thought that was a bit over the top when they took on the the army. Um, for a three hour plus movie, it jumps around in time way too much. Um, I actually felt that the two stories could have been separate films. I, felt, I believe there's a. I'm sure that he did a, a TV edit, which was the Godfather saga, which basically just mashed it all in, and I think. It, plays out in a, in a more linear order anyway. Yeah, I, I just felt that De Niro's story and Pacino's <coughs> stories could have been separate films. Mm. Um, I felt they could have been, you could have dived in more to what made Vito what he was um, and also to show more of why Michael was the way yeah. he was now. Um, yeah. I said De Niro, as he turns to crime, couldn't be more archetypal mafia. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was pushing it on an old man at one point. Yeah. Um, the landlord is like Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> yes. It, it becomes a bit of a farce when he when he goes back to Vito. Yeah. Um, the trial feels like a sports press conference from the 70s, 80s. The way it was filmed just feels like, you know, when they the the, a oh, the congressional class. hearing. Yeah, yeah. when when uh, like Michael Jordan would go into a press conference <laughs> and everybody would crowd, crowd around him. And yeah, the way it was filmed from kind, from kind of above, um, mm. because you couldn't get the cameras on a lower level, it had to be from yeah. above, otherwise you wouldn't, wouldn't see it. It felt a little bit like that. Uh, it just it felt a, a little bit like a circus. Um, the murder is so outrageous. I can't even remember what murder it was because there were so many in that, that back end of the film. Mm. Um, yeah it, it all comes to a head towards the end yeah. which is weird it's very much it's interesting because it's almost like a parallel to the end of the first film yeah i know it, you get a similar sort of climax to both yeah. of these movies um i said it lacks coherency but another standout performance by pacino uh, it's all over the place characters coming and going with no real clue who they are um as soon as they were in they either left or they were killed um as I said, people being killed with no explanation as per the first film. Uh, long and bloated, uh, lacks cohesion. Um, 
in my opinion, didn't deserve to win. Mm. Interesting. Again, it's it's kind of an average film. I struggled to sit and watch this. We both split it in two. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just I just struggled. It it just didn't run right for me. Um, I just struggled to to keep my concentration on it, yeah. just because of how it bounced around all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, so what sort of score you would you give? Uh, again, I'm going to give it an average score like I did the previous film. I'm going to give it a 68, so a little bit higher than Simmerum, but. Nearly seven um, out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you've known me long enough that I, I do, I do like the occasional good epic. Um, yeah. And for me, both of these films, that they're, they're in fact they're films I should have put in my collection a long time ago. So uh, the chance to do this was actually quite nice. I mean, it's a film I think I came across this and the first one both on telly, probably when I in my teens. And uh, for me, it's it's a cracking film. Yes, the, the edition that we watch is very long at three twenty, yeah. and I had to sort of split it up myself. Not for any other reason, just it was easy making it more manageable. Um, yeah, amongst other things. Uh, and for me, it, it's just uh, it is a really good sequel. <coughs> um, and for me, arguably, it's hard for me to compare the two. As we'll, we'll deal the other films separately, but. Other than the, the 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 length of it, I think it's a for me it's a really watchable film, and for me it's a film that sort of sits up there, uh, probably around ninety out of a hundred. Is is one of my favourite winners. Yeah, and we uh, we didn't go into what it was up against, and I'm I'm just looking. Francis Ford Coppola was actually up against himself. That apocalypse now? No, no, no the conversation. Seventies. Oh, the conversation, of course. The apocalypse. Yeah, so it was a. The Godfather Part Two, Chinatown, The Conversation, Lenny, and The Terror in Inferno. That's a, not a bad list, to be fair. No, Terror really is a great one. Yeah. No. But yeah. I suspect Terror in Inferno was a bit too commercial. I suspect to want it. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, but it's, uh, we should just say it, it's a film that he wasn't able to sort of repeat that success with the third part. Yeah. Because it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> as i remember yeah uh, yeah so so that we are there we have it really that's that's our sort of sort of little pricey of godfather part two yeah. when we get to do the other part lord only knows if, if we're in, in the luck of the gods yeah um, you, you watch it we'll pick it now i, and, guarantee Matt, it. I, should, I should pass it back to you to find out what we're going to yeah. be doing next so i'm going to do the draw for the next two films they're already in the random result generator so here we go and let's see what we get. This might take a while because my laptop is being ever so slow. Um, no, it's not too bad. So we're for the first film, we're sticking in the 70s. Um, and it's 1979. So it's Kramer versus Kramer for the, wow. for the first one. Um, and then we're going back a, not too far, only a decade and a half or so. Um, and it's 1963, so we'll be watching Tom Jones. Yeah, Tom Jones. It's not unusual. <laughs> <laughs> so there are two for next. That's next interesting. Month. I think I've definitely never seen Tom Jones, and I think I may have only seen bits of Kramer. So that's no. interesting. As always, we <coughs> will we will search them out and see whether we can find yeah. them. Um, if not, we'll I'll pop a little update in the in the feed. 
just to say that we're redrawing if we have yeah. to. Um, I'm sure they shouldn't be that difficult to get hold of, though, um, no, as there are any, any, what, yeah. 60 years tops. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I'm looking forward to this. Again, both of them I've never seen. So, no, good. Yeah. so I suppose on, on that note, we should uh, just say thank you for assisting me. And I'll say yeah. good night. Yeah. Night all. Good night. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.